Welcome to Seated with Strangers. This season, we're exploring the topic of unsubscribing from pop culture and social norms. My name is Kalia, and I'm seated with Jessica and Michelle. On today's episode, we'll be talking about unsubscribing from mom guilt. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. All right. So is there such a thing as balance for a mom who has goals and ambitions? Or does the ball always seem to drop somewhere? What do y'all think? I think you have to create a balance. I, I, I don't think it starts with balance. I think you have to find it, especially if you're new, you know, because there's no blueprint. I say this all the time. There's no blueprint to entrepreneurship. So if you're running a business, running your own business, there's no blueprint to what to do, what not to do, to balance, you know, home life, kids, your life outside of, you know, your business life, especially if you are someone who operates in excellence, you know? So mm-hmm. I think you find it at some point. You literally have to find it so you don't feel like you're, you know, drowning or neglecting one area or the other. I, I know for me, I'm definitely a new mom. My daughter is too. And mm-hmm. I always tell people like, listen, I'm just winging it out here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so like, I'm getting advice from anyone I know. But in the two years, you know, what I've learned, I, I try to attach myself so much to ba- the word balance. Like, we got to find balance. We have to find systems and da da da. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm trying to switch from balance to priority. You know, mm-hmm. what is the priority today? You know, in my mm-hmm. business, at my job, with my daughter, you know, I may have a deadline coming up and it's like London sick, you know, and it's like, you know, tomorrow is priority. I got to get her to the doctor, you know? And I think that was such a shift for me because, you know, I was so worried about what will, you know, the job say, da, 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 da. But I think the biggest thing is just like communication and just really finding your rhythm. So Mm -hmm. that's like what I'm really trying to find right now is my rhythm more Mm -hmm. so than like a balance, you know, what works for me, you know, in my family and our structure. Cause I think too, I was like obsessed with YouTube mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is what they were doing. This is the schedule they had. And I was like, yeah. this doesn't work for us mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's mm-hmm. what I'm moving from, from balance to either priority and just natural family rhythms. Yeah. Yeah. Jessica, I I definitely agree with you. And also, you know, looking at what other people are doing can be very damaging (laughs) to you trying to establish, you know, the system for you and for your family. Because what they say, comparison is the steals joy or something like that. Mm -hmm. And the ball definitely for me gets dropped (laughs) more than I would like to admit, to be honest. But you're human. You know what I mean? I am. I'm human. Yeah. And and that's the thing. And I've, I've learned acceptance. Mm-hmm. That is one of the biggest things that helps me. Just accepting the fact that it's not going to be peachy every day. It's not going to mm-hmm. be, I can do A, B, C, D, E Monday. Mm-hmm. I may only get to A, B on Tuesday. But mm-hmm. listen, it has to be okay. Everybody's fed. Everybody's cool. Everybody's homework is done, right? right? Nobody's killing each other. So, you know, it's just accepting the fact that I don't have 15 million hands and I can do what I can do. And that's it. And be okay with that and know that tomorrow is just another day. And so, you know, that's my goals and my ambitions. You know, I don't want to have to choose, you Mm -hmm. know, between Mm -hmm. myself and doing what I want to do for me 
and my children. And so it's more of rather than balance, how can I integrate those things together? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's that's, really that's one of the things that I work on. That's really good. Never, a lot of times we neglect ourselves till the kids get a certain age because that's what I did. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. my priority was them. And then I, I told them like halfway along the way, I'm like, twins, listen, I'm a first time mom. You know, before I had the twins, I had zero kids. So you're yeah. a new mom. I'm a new mom. You're a new son. Like we're learning this along the way. I like she, like Jessica said, I'm winging it. Right. <laughs> I'm we, we freestyle on it. So I, I, love, I, it. Think I love that. Another, um, you know, thing for me too is grace. You know, remembering, mm-hmm. and it's so hard. It, and I'm in groups, affirmation groups. I have like tribes and stuff. You know, they're always, you know, just give yourself grace. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but I think it's easier to tell someone that when you're in the thick mm-hmm. of it and you you try to tell yourself that, you know, mm-hmm. like, because I think for me, it was, I still wanted to have the same routine as if I was in a nine to five, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I had to transition from nine to five to work from, you know, work at home mom mm-hmm. or stay at home mom. And I was just like, all right, I still have to work nine to five at my computer at my house. And it's like, no, that's not realistic. You know, I was mm-hmm. breastfeeding, you know, every two hours. And I was like, but I still have to work from nine to five. And it's like, no. And then some things weren't, you know, balls got dropped. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and people were like, Jess, you literally, you know, you are a wife. You have stepped into that role that you've never been one before. Now mm-hmm. you're now wife plus mom. You've never been either of these things before. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have to just give yourself grace because you are learning um, mm-hmm. it, it, this is all brand new, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but I got to get this done tomorrow. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's something I try to remind myself is give yourself grace. Um, so yeah, I love we that. Have- I absolutely love that. So yeah. question, another question, how do you deal with mom guilt and does the village still exist to ask for help or do we avoid asking for help? This is a great question. I am always on the phone with my mother, like, Mm. mom, this is what happened. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And my mother laughs and she says, I don't know what to tell you because I didn't have to deal with that with (laughs) y'all. Do we have to say mom? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I don't know. This is, this is some new stuff, but you know, I definitely have to go to the village and just sometimes, and sometimes I'm so just on autopilot Mm -hmm. that I forget that I have a village Mm. and it's just like, no, I got to get this done. I have to do this. I have to do this. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I have to stop and say, you got to let somebody help you. Um, Because if not, you know, what is going to be left of you at the end of the day? (laughs) What about mom guilt? How do you deal with mom guilt? Or do you have mom guilt? You know, some people don't. No, I do. Because so I'm not an entrepreneur, but I do, you know, have a job that it's not just a nine to five, you know, I work in higher education. And so I'm at home grading papers and on meetings. And especially, you know, after COVID, when we were home and the kids were at school, it was just like, and so sometimes I feel like, like, say, if I come home late, or if I have a lot of projects I have to do, I'm like, man, I didn't spend any quality time with my kids today. And Mm. I forget that it doesn't matter if it's two hours or 15 minutes. What happens in that time is what matters. And right. so if I, I had a conversation with my kids about their day and I was able to 
get some insight into their thoughts and into their feelings. And if I was able to give them something that they could take for the next day or carry, you know, with their lives, that's quality time. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't necessarily mean that because I didn't spend four or five hours with them that Mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, spend quality time. And so I just try to get over the guilt by saying any time that you give Mm -hmm. to your Mm -hmm. kids where you are fully present and, you know, there and not thinking about other things and doing other things, you know, while Mm -hmm. in their presence is quality time. Yeah, I agree with that. I dealt with mom guilt early on when the twins were little, spending money like on myself, which it sounds weird as heck, but spending money on myself and just like getting away I felt guilty about that a lot. And I really had to get over that. And I'm just like, Michelle, at some point you have to reset, you know? So if you're, if you're no good, you're not going to be any good for them. So now I'm just like, whatever, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I totally got over it. (laughs) You know, I never really felt guilty about doing things for myself, but it's hard for me to go into a store and buy something for myself and not come out with something for them. And it's not that I feel guilty about not getting them anything. It's just mm-hmm. hard for me to break out of that. Like, Kalia, yeah. do something for you yeah. <laughs> and nobody else. And it is okay. Yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah. just like my mind automatically goes, oh, my son could use this. My daughter could use this. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. there's a guilt not as on the mom side, but on the self yeah. side. Like yeah. you're not you're not being selfish today, and something's wrong with that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I mean, the, the village part. You know what? Honestly, I always wish I had a village. I never did. Mm-hmm. I was pregnant with the twins when my mom passed away, mm-hmm. and it was super super challenging for me. So I never really. I guess my siblings were you know grieving too, and I don't mm-hmm. know if they stopped or what. But I was literally a lot on my own when they were first born. And then I wish I did, you know, I admire people who do because having that is essential. And so I think because I didn't have it early on, it was hard for me to ask for help later. So it's almost like I was kind of crippled later because I got so used to just doing it all, you know, doing it on my own, figuring it out, finding the balance, you know, but a village is, is awesome. It is still necessary. Totally necessary. Definitely. Well, listen, so after this, we can exchange information. I'll be a part of your village. <laughs> well, they're, they're about to be 16 now, so. Is, oh, wow. <laughs> listen, it's never too late. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. So let's get into what's happening in these internet streets. Hmm. Okay. So what's happening on the internet? So a CEO mom recently went viral for posting an ad for a nanny that required that the nanny had to be able to cook, clean, ski, do homework, use Excel, drive, and more. Now, the question is, is this mom avoiding being a mom for her career? And does she need to reevaluate her priorities? Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. I, I mean, should thank Michelle. <laughs> Maybe she's looking for balance. <laughs> this she person can do everything she can't do. I don't know. That's a lot. It is a lot. That's a lot to ask for. I don't know. I think people do avoid it because 
being a parent is not easy. Mm-hmm. It is not easy, especially when they had homework before and then they transition to home. And it's like, okay, if you were never helping your kids in homework before, you definitely have to help them when they got home. And that was hard for some people. Like people took that hard. Like, OMG. Like I'm a bad mom. Like, cause I don't want to help. I don't know how to help. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh gosh, you know? So yeah. she was sounded like she was looking for balance to me. This lady that could do everything she can do. <laughs> well, I mean, to me, it sounds like she understands what she needs. And I think sometimes, you know, we're not realistic about what it is that we need. And because of that, we suffer and Mm -hmm. our children suffer. I don't think that she's wrong. And let's say she didn't put all that and she hired a nanny. Mm -hmm. And then those were the expectations. And he's like, I ain't doing that. Right. So she set clear expectations for what she needed. I don't see anything wrong with that. I, I would not judge her negatively because she's honest about what it is that she needs. And I think about Kentanji Brown Jackson and had a message for her daughters. And actually, let me see, I pulled it up and I just want to read it real quick because Mm -hmm. I thought it was very interesting because she was honest about not being there fully, Mm -hmm. but it was because she had, she had goals. And she said, girls, I know it has not been easy as I have tried to navigate the challenges of juggling my career and motherhood. And I fully admit that I did not always get the balance right. But I hope that Mm -hmm. you have seen that with hard work, determination and love, it can be done. And so I just thought that was, you know, she owned up to the lack of balance that she had. I'm not Mm going to say mistakes. She owned up to the lack of balance. But look what it did for not only her career. But mm-hmm. for her daughters, you know, and I'm curious, you know, how they see her in this mm-hmm. light. But then look what it did for us, mm-hmm. you know, her being able to get into this position. Mm-hmm. You know, it gave us a lot of hope. So some people do have to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, sometimes kids do suffer. But the sacrifice, you know, sometimes is worth it. So yeah. th- that's just my thoughts on it. Jessica. No, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think, too, we just need to identify what kind of mom we want to be and what that is and what that role looks like for us. Mm. And I don't know exactly when she hired this nanny, but like if she was doing all these things before, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, I need you to kind of fill in my space right now because there's things that I need to take care of. And I don't see anything wrong with that. There was a TikTok that went viral. It was about a woman. She had just had a baby. And I think her oldest son probably was like under five. And clearly she had a newborn. And she hired a doula, a night night doula that would come in. And I think her hours were like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. So maybe Mm -hmm. at five or something. And she literally took that time. And the mom was just off. You know, she was off duty from being a mom. And people criticized her. She was a black mom. And I just thought it was amazing because... I think something like that is changing the narrative of African-American moms, you know, because we're always so used to looking like the struggle or we're so disheveled. And she was Mm -hmm. like, listen, I'm working hard. I want to hire someone. I don't think she did that with her first. And then she did research and she was like, I need to be able to be 
at full capacity for my family. Yeah. And if that means hiring, having the means to hire somebody to kind of take over my shift, mm-hmm. then I mean, I applaud her. And I'm like, the next kid I have, I'm like, I'm trying to save my money to like. <laughs> I love her too for knowing her strengths and her weaknesses. Yes. You know I mean? Because yes. sometimes we we deem certain things as oh that makes me weak. No, it makes me smart. Mm. You know, right. it makes me smart, so I don't lose my cool on my children. So I don't right. lose my right. my head when it comes to managing my business or managing you know numbers in my household and things like that. I think it, it was smart for her to understand. Okay, I'm challenged here. You know, I'm, I'm challenged in this area and. It, like I said before, if, if you don't step back and reset, you're no good for anybody. So I applaud her for knowing what she needs. And I know, like, I didn't want to struggle. So I was like, you know, I'm literally, you know, my husband and I were literally being in this home. We have a, a, a capable washer and dryer, a dishwasher and everything. And it's like, I have no energy to wash clothes. So mm-hmm. the clothes off to make sure we have clean underwear, you know, to get next week. Like I would do that, but you know, some people are like, oh, they're being lazy. You should do all this stuff. And it's like, no, I'm no, I am not subscribing to that anymore. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, if that frees up my time to now be with my daughter, you know, be more present, you know, with my husband or whatever it may be, then yeah, I'm going to drop off my clothes. We're going to, you know, maybe not a nanny, but have someone come and clean our house maybe a couple of times a month. So you know, maybe move from super mom, you know, and just, you know, like you said, like finding your strengths and knowing your weaknesses and like, how can mm-hmm. I be better? You know, someone mm-hmm. and, and solicit that help. So I'm all about it. Yeah, I, I definitely don't want to be super mom with the cape. You can have that. <laughs> yeah. um, where does that leave you at the end of the day? Tired. I mean, no, right? Nothing. <laughs> so what do you think about society? How society values the mom? who chooses her career over her children versus the stay-at-home mom, if yes, why? I'm going to read it one more time. Do you think society values the mom who chooses her career over her children versus the mom who chooses to stay at home? I think there is criticism on both ends. Um, I think the society criticizes regardless <laughs> like society mm-hmm. judges everything anybody does but there is reason for why either someone would choose to stay home or someone would choose their career and i think they're justified regardless of what they choose um you know a, a woman who chooses her career and this is the thing why is it that because a woman you know, has a career and has a family that they're choosing a career over the family. Like, why does it have to be like that? Why can't it just be that this person values their career and what it is that they do and in turn is raising a family? Why I don't understand why it has to be over one another. And I think that society wants to see, you know, failure on all on all aspects. Yeah. A woman who chooses to stay home, society may want to call her lazy or not worth anything or not value the work that she puts in as a mother. Just because she just so happens to be home doesn't mean she's sitting at home watching TV all day. Right. <laughs> right. It doesn't mean that. So I just think that the judgment of people's decisions without really understanding why they make these decisions and not really understanding the dynamic of their situation. It's just terrible. 
I think that society, as long as that woman chooses and she's winning, I think society is cool with her choosing Mm. that over her kids. But I think a woman who is under a struggle or having a certain journey to get to the winning or to get to the finish line, you know, mm-hmm. then 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 they're very critical, you know, about her. Like, oh, you're neglecting your kids. You're a bad mom, right. you know. OK, so because I haven't won yet, I'm a bad mom. But if I'm winning, like, you know, the Supreme Court or I just became president of the United States of America, it's like, oh, hey, queen, black girl magic, you know. Right. Where was that same energy when I was trying to get there? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I think society is awful. And you, I believe you just have to have your own level of confidence and have your own, you know, your mindset. And you're like, listen, I'm doing the very best that I can. I can see it in my fruit. I can see it in my kids. I can see it in my household. I can really care less if you feel like I'm choosing one thing or the other. Because at the end of the day, you do have to choose yourself. At some point, your kids don't grow up. Is you're gonna grow up, so you do have to choose yourself at some point. Yep. Yes, I just watched. I'm watching the series, The Dropout, about mm-hmm. Elizabeth Holmes, mm-hmm. and there's a scene in there where she's kind of uh, she's uh, trying to get investors. She's like a pitching investor. So mm-hmm. one of the scenes, the guy was like, you know, do you have what it takes to be a CEO? And she's like, yeah. And he was like, do you have a family and a husband? Because trying to imply like you can't do this you know if you have a family and a husband and so she turns to him she says well you have a family and a wife and he literally like chuckled and was like are you kidding so like that dynamic shows us like listen i'm a man you know making it in this world as a ceo i'm a billionaire like it doesn't really matter if i family or not like society doesn't care but i'm asking you because you are a woman Mm -hmm. you know like you can't do these things you know, if you have, and I just thought that, you know, it had really stuck out to me that he asked her that question, you know, do you have a child? You know, you have a family, you have a husband, because you can't do this. I was just like, wow. And it just was wow. like, this is how the world thinks, you know, when it comes yeah. to women, like, do we have to choose? And it's like, no, you know, at, yeah, I do. And I choose me and I choose to be, yeah. I live in prosperity. And for me to do that, this is what I want to do. This yeah. is the career I want. This is the career path. And my family's going to be there either, you know, as it's two minutes, whatever. Mm-hmm. We will find balance that routine for us. So society always has something to say. And it'd be the ones that's not doing nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Like I'm I strong think- enough to give birth to a baby, but I'm not strong enough to lead. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah. That part. I think it's those types of comments that what he really meant to say was, don't think that you're going to get any breaks because you're a mom and you have a family. Don't think that, you know, you're going to get extra time off. Don't think you're going to have a, a room for breastfeeding. Don't think, you know, don't right. think that you're going to have any leniency because you are a working mom. And I think that society definitely puts that pressure you know, mm-hmm. when women, it's like they they force them to choose. Like if my child gets sick, I have to take care of them. And it's right. like, OK, no, you have to be here. Mm-hmm. You have this meeting or you have to do this. You have to do that. But it's like, why are you making me choose? You know what I'm saying? You know that this is the job. You know that this yeah. is what comes with the territory. And so, yeah, there's laws and everything against it now. But I mean, it still happens, you oh, know. Yeah. It totally um, happens. I had a yeah, boss ask yeah. me one time to choose. She was like, I said, I have to go pick, you know, one of the kids up from school. They're sick. School called me twice. Got to, you know, got to go. 
She's like, oh, can your neighbor go pick a bob? I'm like, what? What? <laughs> no, like, well, you know you're going to get written up. I'm like, it is what it is. I, I, I got to go pick my kid up. So yeah, they they do. They literally make you choose. Like it's For them, it's like it's not that important. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to lie. When I got back into, because we decided to stay home for like a year with our daughter. And then mm-hmm. I said, I'll get back. To like nine to five and I literally didn't want to be that mom like that you know like I gotta go get my kid I gotta go do this so like I will always come to work 15 minutes early you know I would try to make arrangements if someone need to pick mm-hmm. up my daughter and then like after four months I was like no <laughs> no you know me. if I'm late from dropping my daughter off I'm sorry it's you know me. but like yeah. no Right. Like my work didn't suffer. You know, I still, you know, when I was there, I gave them 110%. But I'm like, just you have to release these pressures. And if they don't give you grace, you need to give yourself grace. Like, listen, I will come there when I come near my daughter's sick. The work will still, life will still go on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally agree. So does anybody else have anything they want to add before we close out? Not at this time, but I totally enjoyed it. Totally enjoyed talking to you guys. Yeah. I always love talking about mom stuff. I can talk about that all day. Um, (laughs) But I would say just the own to leave any moms, new moms, older, whatever, you know, just don't forget you are a priority and, Mm -hmm. you know, always give yourself grace. Like we said, we don't get a, 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 rule book or manual for this we are figuring out as long as you feel like you're mm-hmm. doing the best for your family and your child you got this and you're doing great <laughs> I agree with that 100% <laughs> well thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast please share it with others post about it on social media or leave a rating or review Seated with Strangers is a full experience podcast so check out the show notes for more ways to engage with us We'll see you next time.